Welcome to the first My Amazon Guy podcast. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. It's an agency out of the Atlanta, Georgia area. We've got eight people, over 65 active clients. And the reason we're starting this podcast is because we feel like there's not enough practical knowledge being explained or expressed in other podcasts. So I'm going to be talking today to Corey Ray, who joins me now. Hey, Corey. How's it going? And Corey is a trademark expert who works for me, and he's been filing trademarks. And so the theme of this particular podcast is going to be entirely around trademarks and brand names. So, um, Corey, I appreciate you, you joining me for this. And first question, is it difficult to file a trademark? So the process of filing a trademark isn't difficult per se. Obviously, it's a complicated process because it is very much... Uh, a legal process, but using the going onto the website for the the USPTO, there's actually a step-by-step process that kind of takes you through it. So actually filling it out is not too difficult because uh, there's something that explains each and every step that you need to enter in. Uh, so I myself, when I learned how to do a trademark, it took about uh, an hour and a half. I just went through all the steps, each by you know one by one kind of read what was needed and, and what was required. So it's pretty simple when you do it yourself. The actual website and the service itself recommends you have a lawyer do it with you, mainly because it'll make the, uh, the, the official approval process a little bit quicker, a little bit smoother, uh, but it's not required to actually have a lawyer. So I've, I've filed a few trademarks myself, and I've noticed that Amazon has really changed how brand registry works as well as trademarks with the USPTO. And the United States Patent and Trademark Office has kind of updated some of their rules in the past six months. For example, you can no longer file an international trademark, or sorry, uh, file a trademark for somebody internationally who's not domestically uh, got a law degree. And so, um, you know, there's a bunch of other changes we've seen. And, and the reason why trademarks are so important, of course, is because it gets you access to brand registry with Amazon. And through brand registry, you get the brand store, the A-plus content, brand uh, brand ads, brand dashboard, and analytics. So the, the laundry list of benefits goes on. So for a lot of new sellers, though, they don't have a trademark, and they should go get one. Um, so the cost to file a trademark, you know, roughly $225 or so. Yeah, $275 for the recommended form. And, and so my Amazon guy, we actually offer this as a service to file trademarks for our clients as well. You can go to myamazonguy.com, click on the services, drop down, and we file trademarks for $7.75. But in this podcast, we're going to talk about how you could file it yourself if you so chose and what that kind of process looks like. So when, when, when I went and filed my first trademark, it was an overwhelming process. There's this word called specimen. What, what is a specimen, Corey? So a specimen is pretty much your evidence of the trademark that you're going to be using. So what it is basically is just an image of your trademark on your product or your packaging that you provide to the, the trademark office as proof that you, in fact, are going to be using this product. Um, they require certain, cer- certain um, uh, formats and things like that, and you have to create a description about what it actually is, but basically it's just an image of your product. And just to clarify, it's not, the image has to be like a real photography shot. It can't just be like a graphically made one, right? Yeah, it has to be proof. It has to be as if it was just a cell phone image. 
because anybody can just kind of do a computer image and kind of get it passed off. But they're they're pretty they're hecklers about what it actually is. They want it to be authentic, actual image of the product. And and so typically um, you're putting some things onto the packaging, such as the logo name you're trying to trademark, right? Correct. And and so when you do this. Um, sometimes when we file trademarks, we basically don't have the item in stock yet, right? Like we're, we're preemptively creating this brand name. It's this imaginary thing out there in the world and we're going to try and make it come to fruition, but we don't have the product in hand. Can you file your trademark yet? Yes, you can. So there are two different ways to file a trademark. You can file it for a product that you have already in use and, and product that you're going to be using in the future. And so it's important to, to choose the right one because uh, oftentimes the office will reject the trademark or at least have you come edit it, your form, uh, when they see that your date doesn't match when that product is actually live. And so if the product's not in use yet, the trademark office typically won't accept it. But if you print out some packaging uh, on an item, you're probably going to be good to go. So on that packaging, make sure the brand name exists. That's probably the most important thing, right? Oh, yeah. Um, barcode and expiration date, if, it, if that applies, or information like your website, all those things can be official signals to the trademark office to make sure that it, it looks more official to get accepted, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Having a website is a great way to, to show the trademark office that you're, you're official and in business with this kind of brand and mark. And you don't have to have a, uh, an official website. You could just be an Amazon-only business. But, you know, the cost of a domain, 10 bucks a year, you might as well. Um, even if you don't actually sell it through a Shopify account or something on your website, just listing your product on your website and then saying buy on Amazon um, is beneficial. Not only because you get control of your Amazon catalog, should they say, hey, prove you own this product, you can refer to your own website as additional proof. The trademark office will typically check that, uh, check that website as well. All right, so, so when you file a trademark, it's a pretty lengthy process, yeah? Obviously, when you do it the first time, it's going to take the longest just because you're unfamiliar with it. But like, how long does it take until it goes live once you file it? Yeah, once you file it, that is actually quite a lengthy process. It's about six months from the date that you file it uh, to when it's actually going to be live, when you can use it, when you can go on Amazon and file for brand registry. Um, it's going to be obviously reviewed by a lawyer uh, at the trademark office. Um, and so that process obviously takes a long time. Officially, it's so, about six So months. let's go through that timeline. So it's a six-month process. So you file it. When's the first time you hear back from the USPTO? So you should hear back uh, within the first two to three months. Uh, that's typically once the, the first official review has gone through uh, the, the, by the lawyer. Um, they'll usually respond whether they need you to provide any more information or add any more disclaimers or reasons that it might be rejected. And, and that gives you an opportunity to respond. So what are some common things? Uh, need, need a better specimen? Need, uh, need some clarification? Hey, that trademark name is too generic, right? Absolutely. So, you know, for example, hey, I, I sell uh, really big artwork and I want to call it Big Art Picks. Well, that one's not going to fly with the, the trademark office because it's too descriptive. Um, but if you had a brand name such as... Uh, that's not the word art or big or pics, and, and it was, I don't know, let's just say randomly, I'm looking around the room right now trying to come up with a brand name on the fly. It's not my, my forte, but, but let's, let's say that the brand name was Eno Artistic 
nature. So, I don't know. doesn't matter. Way more likely to get accepted if it was a non-descriptive word that doesn't have meaning to people in a day-to-day use. Um, so when, you've, when you go to file your trademark and you're choosing your brand name, that's probably the most important thing you do. And, and it's to think about what does the brand name mean? How does this convey messaging to a consumer? And, and to make sure that the trademark will go through, make sure it's not too descriptive of what the nature of it is. So it's, it's interesting to you know, have kind of a more um, luxurious name. So, so some things you could do, right? You could, you could do a misspelling, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great example of, of a trademark that you can use that will uh, pass without problem. Or you could uh, combine a couple different words or add a letter in front of another word. Uh, so those are some of the things you could do to make sure your trademark name will work. And before you file it, though, what's the first thing you do? You should go check to see... Make sure it's already not registered. That's the first thing. And, and lo and behold, you, know, you search that name in, you may see dozens of other trademarks. Does that mean you can't file it yet? No, so there are different reasons that would allow you to file it if it's already in the system. Um, trademarks can be abandoned and no longer live for those particular persons because they, for whatever reason, whether they didn't renew the trademark or uh, in their process they, they failed to comply with the policies and uh, were eventually rejected and that caused the trademark to be abandoned. And so it makes it available for, um, for you to go in and use that trademark and file it on your own behalf. You know, the other thing that was interesting the other day, I, you know, so we've got the name My Amazon Guy. And we had the word Amazon in our brand name. Um, at the time we made the agency a couple years ago, there was no trademark on the word Amazon. So get this, as of 2019 in October, Amazon now has a trademark on the word Amazon. They also have a trademark on the word Seller Central, which is interesting because Walmart also has a Seller Central. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out. But um, it's possible to have a trademark on a word that also has other categories. So for example, if somebody wanted to trademark the phrase, I don't know, the Amazon rainforest, their trademark probably would go through because it wasn't related to selling, um, selling on a marketplace. Whereas if we tried to file my Amazon guy right now, I bet it would get rejected uh, because it's consulting services to sell the, you know, goods on, on Amazon. So we're actually thinking about you know, whether we um, have any risk there. Um, but that's a story for another day. So so let's go back to that timeline. So first thing you need to do is you need to search on the trademark office to see, is there somebody that already has the name? That's the, that's the first and most important thing we do when we go file trademarks for other companies. And then after that, you file the trademark, you get that two to three month response. And then what happens next? So depending on the response you get, uh, typically... Um, it'll be one of those common rejections that we see from the, the office that would prevent a, a trademark from going through, like a, a name being too broad or the specimen is uh, not clear enough or one of the class declaration issues. Uh, what you would do then is fill out a response form on the website. Uh, when you file your trademark officially, when you actually submit it, they provide you a, a serial number, which you can then use to go back to the website and uh, look up the status of your, uh, your form. You could then use that to see what the lawyers have uh, their response and kind of their advice of what you can do next. And it provides a, a, a way for you to respond to their inquiry. And so let's say that that goes through. What happens then? So when you pass it through, uh, they're, of course, going to review your response and then uh, through those. Uh, so, so doesn't it go up for like opposition? 
Yeah, so there's there's the opposition. So after you have the initial review, they, they then search through the uh, the trademark system to find, uh, to make sure you, there's no other trademarks that are competing against that and that would uh, prevent it from uh, being approved. So so the email you get from the trademark office will basically say, hey, you've got... You got your you get two numbers. You get your serial number and your registration number. So you get the serial number the moment you file the trademark. And that's basically kind of like your application number, if you will. The registration number is the last number you get, and that doesn't happen until the full six-month process occurs. And you can get onto the um, onto the registry once it's been accepted by the USPTO at like right around month three or four. Then it gets published for opposition. Uh, around month four to five, it goes up for opposition for like a month or two. And then at the end of the six months, after it's been up for opposition for a time period, it then gets accepted. And then the USPTO will respond and say, congratulations, here's your registration number. There's kind of like a 24 or 48 hour waiting period at that point. So when I first got my trademark for a brand name called Momster, it was the very first trademark I ever filed. And I immediately went on to try to set up my brand registry. Well, you actually have to wait another 48 hours. So once you get your trademark, make sure you wait an extra 48 hours before you try and file for brand registry with Amazon because it won't go through quite as of yet, but you'll have everything you need to do it. So that's kind of the timeline. So let's recap that. So so step one, you search the trademark, make sure it's not taken. Step two, you file it. You wait three months or so, see if they have any questions. If they don't, then it goes up for opposition and finally it publishes at the end of month six. So that's kind of the trademark process and timeline. Um, let's talk about let's talk about the differences in in trademarks, though. So there's there's word mark versus uh, you know uh, an image mark. So let's talk about that. So why why would I want to file one versus the other? Uh, so for the purposes of of Amazon, uh, pretty much all you'll need is a word mark. Uh, so it's just a simple word mark tra- trademarking the uh, brand that you're going to be using. Um, but you can also, through the patent office, trademark an image. Uh, that's typically more for branding purposes outside of Amazon uh, to prevent people from using that similar image on your, their packaging. I think of Apple as kind of one of the dominant ones where they got that nice Apple uh, symbol on those Macs. That's that's like an example of an image that could be trademarked. Um, but, you know, whenever somebody goes on Amazon and they buys a product, I, you know, this is one of my favorite quizzes to do. So, so Corey, what was the last item you bought on Amazon? And it's okay if it's like toilet paper or something. That's fine. No big deal. Um, what I bought, let's see. I think it was probably something simple like that. Maybe a laundry detergent. And, and so one of my favorite questions to ask, you know, what was the name of the brand you bought it from? Tide. So you did remember it in this case, but usually if I ask that question, you know, somebody bought, let's say, a can opener or apple slicer or some other random widget, 99 out of 100 times, they're like, I don't remember the name of the brand. And my favorite second follow-up question, though, and I know you won't know the answer to this one, what was the name of the seller you bought that? No idea. Yeah, no (laughs) idea. And that's because Amazon's pretty much a brand killer, right? And so this formality of filing a trademark to get brand registry is very necessary it's a, it's a necessary thing to control your listings and get all these extra benefits. But at the end of the day, that's why we usually just go for word marks because we don't think that the, uh, the image marks add any additional value unless you're going into retail store. If you're going into retail store, sure, it might make a difference. But I think that a word mark is, is the simplest thing to do. And I think it's easier to get that approved 
uh, through the trademark office and it gets you 100% of the same benefits. So that's the difference between a, a word mark and an image mark. Um, let's talk about classes or categories. What What is this? What do I need to know about this if I file a trademark? Absolutely. So when you file your trademark, uh, there you're going to be filing for specific products or specific product groups. Uh, you're going to classify what you want to uh, file a trademark under. So for example, you can file multiple trademarks and, and multiple people can have trademarks as long as they're different for different products or different classes. So in when you file your trademark, you're going to need to search the database of the classes to find which one best applies to your product and then um, you'll attach your specimen to that class you'll have a, a different specimen for each class or you have to have one for each of them can you file a trademark in multiple categories yes you can you can file in multiple categories as long as it's uh, you know applicable to your product and that you have a specimen for it. So you might need multiple specimens to make that happen or multiple products. Um, we typically don't see a need to file a trademark in multiple categories at, at my Amazon guy. We think one's good enough. Um, when you're on Amazon, you, you, you're not gonna be um, having any issues trying to control your brand name typically. So, so one trademark's probably usually good enough. Now, if you've got a really broad catalog, you know, hundreds and hundreds of products, you may need multiple uh, multiple trademarks just to protect yourself across those brands. So typically when we see a catalog with hundreds of products, they usually have multiple brands anyway. And, and that would, of course, if you got a second brand name, you need a second trademark. All right, let's talk about supplemental versus principal. We have a lot of clients that will have their trademark on a supplemental um, registry. And can you get brand registry if you have a trademark on supplement? You cannot. Uh, specifically, the reason that you can't get it with supplemental versus principal is because a supplemental trademark is not a trademark uh, showing exclusive ownership of that entire phrase. Um, it's kind of a disclaimer saying that you don't have, you're not claiming ownership or of the, uh, the entire phrase, specifically or the entire brand name. Uh, whereas with the principal, you're claiming that ownership for, for all of it. So if you file a trademark and the office says, hey, we'll put you on the supplement, but not the principal, uh, that's not good. You're gonna be stuck on the supplemental registry for like three plus years. It's basically a useless trademark until it gets onto the principal registry. Amazon will not accept your supplemental trademark as acceptance for brand registry, although that could change in the future. I don't think it will. Um, so you need a principal registry um, trademark. Now, if you file your trademark and you can't get it to go through for whatever reason, stuck on the supplemental, what should we do? I think you should probably just pick a new brand name. And even if you don't necessarily update your packaging and update everything, as long as you get the one item filed for that trademark and change your brand names on Amazon, for purposes of brand registry and Amazon sales, that's good enough. So that's what I would do if I was um, if I was you if I was you at home, you know, listening to this podcast, and you had issues with your trademark. I would just file another one. Um, okay, cool. So, what else should I know if I'm going to go file a trademark for the first time? Like, what are, where are the pitfalls? Where do people make mistakes? So, we we, we discussed some of the common uh, rejections for from the trademark office. Uh, but yeah, what you want to do is make sure that your trademark isn't too broad and that you have a clear specimen when you're submitting it that it has a product in it that has the official logo um, recently I had a trademark rejected or, or the at least the lawyers came back and and told me that the specimen that I had 
wasn't clear enough. It, it looked like it was computer generated or that the, the brand wasn't the official logo that would be used on the product. And so we needed to go back in and provide a new specimen. And then of course, uh, class declaration for classifying your product, you got to make sure you're picking the right class and that you're not reaching into too many different product groups because that'll be flagged as well. And so you just want to make sure that you are classified your product correctly, that you have your brand, uh, your brand name specifically chosen, uh, and that you have a clear image for your product going in and that, uh, you have kind of your date of use, uh, pinned down, whether it's already in use or going to be in use, make sure you pick the right kind of classification for your trademark because that'll affect, uh, the way that it is, uh, approved, whether it's approved or not. So a trademark typically lasts 10 years. And at that stage, um, basically just have to re-communicate with USPTO. So it's a lengthy, lengthy trademark. So um, a lot of businesses don't even last 10 years. So so once you have that trademark in place, you're probably good for a long, long time. Um, so that's the nice thing about filing the trademark. It's, it's in place for a long time. It's going to protect you, get you access to that brand registry, gets you some uh, really helpful things. So if you're just going to go, so let's say you've listened to this podcast and you're like, okay, cool. What I need to go start this process. So here's a quick tip. Just go type into Google right now, trademark lookup. And the first organic result will be the USPTO.gov. You can go ahead and click on that. And inside there, um, you can go to the basic mark lookup. And, and that's a basic work mark search. New user will be what it says under the searches select option. And then just type in the name of the brand that you're trying to figure out. So, for example, when I went to file Momster, that's M-O-M-S-T-A-R, like a mom who might stir things up in the kitchen. Um, I typed that in and nothing came up. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go file this. Now, here's the next tip, though. So you got your trademark name and it's not taken by somebody else. Go over into Amazon.com and do the same thing. Because the challenge that I've had with this brand name is that Amazon autocorrects it. And they autocorrect it to monster, like scary monster um, hiding under the bed, right? And, and so that's a big challenge because whenever I tell people to go search for the brand name on Amazon, a lot of the times they're getting that autocorrect and they're not seeing my, my products immediately. Pretty frustrating. So um, what other tips do you have, Corey? What else should people keep in mind when they're thinking about this? No, I absolutely, I agree with what you said. You you know, one of the things that's most frustrating is, yeah, when you pick a brand name, finding it already on Amazon or finding something that's similar to it because uh, when you file that trademark, you want to make sure that it is unique enough to where uh, you'll be able to separate yourself from the competition. And so when you have a unique trademark and a unique brand name on Amazon, that makes it for the, the most success, really. Well, cool, Corey. Well, I appreciate you joining me um, to talk about trademarks. Since this is our first podcast, we are going to have a series of, of podcasts coming up where we're going to talk about every um, everything it takes to grow Amazon sales. And and if you need to file a trademark and you want somebody to help take you know alleviate all the stress and make sure it's done correctly, go go over to myamazonguide.com and go to the service section and and you can buy a trademark today. Um, Corey will be the person who actually files it on your behalf and will file it within, you know, 48 hours on average and get that process going. So, um, Corey, thanks again for joining us. Um, look forward to having you again on a future podcast. Thank you for having me. 
All right, thanks for watching at home, and don't hesitate to post a five-star review on our podcast as we get this off the ground. We really, really appreciate uh, your support. And if you have any topics you'd like us to cover, don't hesitate. Reach out. You can, um, you can reach out to us on our contact form or give us any ideas or post a comment. We will definitely consider those for a topic to cover. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.